Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Are we going to start everyone with hello and welcome back? Or is that a bit much? Maybe we should mix it up. Okay, welcome back and hello. <laughs> no, I mean, hello and welcome back. I don't think we should do that for everyone. Or should okay. we? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm really swept up in the. We, we, I said it all Christmas, like anytime anyone like yes on the Christmas Eve night when anyone would go to the loo and come back to the table we'd be like hello. I'm and so upset I wasn't there. I know, and then like we were really like we we're like should we dial her in and they were like, well it's it. people were saying like spontaneously. Oh, I would have cried. Yeah, thank God I didn't go. back to 30 flirty and perishing it's a new year it's a new you whoa 2022 yeah ow whatever hello i'm sophie lyons and you're claire gavna and as i said welcome back bitches 30 flirty and perishing what the girlies are talking about around brunch tables cues to get into your favorite gym class yeah we're in january yeah walks around parks yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of lost Gallery bops. Bop, bop, bop. Bop, 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 Halfway through January. We're almost out of January. Let's talk about it, honey. It's good to be kind of in the rhythm of it. I'm really enjoying my morning restaurant. You're finding it a bit harder, but like I did nothing last weekend. And I'm so happy with it. Went for a roast. It was... Glorious. That's still doing something though. Yeah, but I mean like, I'm drying out. I basically, I was on too much of a good thing over Christmas. I just need one weekend off and it's... Oh, no, good. that's fair. Really good. Good. Why don't we kick it off with the Jadoras then? Because you feel really good. Jador. Oh, okay. Do you want to go first? No, you go first, please. <laughs> so my Jador is, I can't really take anything too serious at the moment in my uh, media consumption. I even like my podcasts, my music my uh, yeah, television yeah, yeah. nothing my dark movies. nothing dark i did an autumn winter buzz of drama now i'm into bubblegum pop pop using no brain cells like i'm only listening to the this is mariah playlist on spotify which is absolutely iconic she's so many good songs especially the older ones she dream lover emotions fan. vision of love i was listening to emotions Recently, and I remember being like, "This is exquisite." Mm, fantasy, oh, it's heartbreaker! Like all oh, her. Oh my god! Do you remember her music video for that? Which she and Jay rock, rock, and she was in rock. the cinema. Yeah, and she gets into the fight with herself. But you know, she's talking at the start to her friends in the car. I oh, love when music so videos good. start with like talking. Uh, like, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's got like, a I can't vision. believe you guys brought me here. Yeah, get me out of here. And you're like, oh, "What's gonna happen?" It's so good, and your man Jerry O'Connell is such a good bad boyfriend. He's amazing. Totally. Sorry, I interrupted. Anyway, so th- that's kind of where I, I'm at mentally. 
another thing the same thing this Christmas and now January I kind of always is TikTok I just I'm so obsessed with it it gives me so much joy blah blah anyway it was on it and then I found this podcast called Fluently Forward she put up this video and it got me onto her podcast and now I've listened to she only has like 15 or 20 episodes out but basically she does these deep dives into juicy salacious gossip so she goes <laughs> so, I just put my glasses down on the bridge yeah so there's so <laughs> there's so many like each episode is about a different time <laughs> Do you mean celeb gossip? Celeb gossip. So what she do, does is she reads all like the blind items. Do you know? So blind items are like, do you ever follow that um, page Du Moi on uh, Instagram? Do I what? Yeah. So they're kind of like um, mysterious or like it, it doesn't really. Submissions. Are, submissions from like people in the industry about certain celebrities, but they won't name them. It'd be like X has gotten dropped by his record label. Yeah. And he's used, trying to find a new one. Yeah, but used to be in a massive boy band, has a baby with a supermodel, yeah. like Zane and yeah. Gigi. Oh. So, so this one, she goes, she's like some kind of blind item nut. And like, she goes through so many. So there's someone like TV shows, like The Office and Pretty Little Liars and Gossip Girl. And then there's other ones about like conspiracy theories about celebrities, PR relationships in Hollywood. So it'll go We're through set like, up, like Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian is totally set up. J-Lo and... Don't. And, do not. And, do not. Oh, it's 100% set up. No, it's not. It is. People like you that are breaking... <laughs> Hearts. Breaking cells. That's... No, Oh no. my God, I'm so excited to listen to this. Yeah, What's it called? Fluently Forward. Right. And there's... They do a Sex in the City deep dive. Sorry, to caveat, mm-hmm. I've had so many people being like, I've listened to Sentimental in the City after oh. you were saying and they're like, it's so, so good. It is unbelievable. So and, good. and I cannot wait for their new episode. I know. So the Sex and City one, one of the juicy nuggets was the reason why Kim Kardashian, the reason why Kim Cattrall didn't come back to the new season or the reason behind their feud is because Kim Cattrall was saying, I will do a reboot, but we all need to be paid the same. And Sarah Jessica Parker said, no, and then now, isn't it ironic that the storyline in the reboot is Carrie and Samantha falling out over money? So it's like they think that the writers' room are like taking digs at Kim Cattrall. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh my god, I'm so excited! So many digs, and they had so they the episode came out before reboot. it came into the news. All the stuff about Chris Noth, and he's had loads of sexual like allegations, like really serious. Who's this girly source? Uh, it's so it's the blind items that get revealed. Yeah, no, it's like they. That's a lot of prep for her, though. I know. And then Whoa. another one is Emily Blunt. Oh no! Don't ruin her for me. John Krasinski. She's cheating on him. No, she's loads not. No, no, no. Sorry, we're not keeping with that in. men and women. And one of them was Matt Damon. So since they've since they've started, so that's the reason why they're working together loads. So then it's to keep them clean and get out of the open relationship. And apparently, you know, so he Are did, you going to ruin him as well? Mm-hmm. So he no, had the really... Some Good News Network thing that he did over COVID. You know, it was like for kids and it was like during COVID, the beginning of COVID, like one. And he had this thing where it was did it on like Facebook Live or something where they do this new show with all these good news stories. He sold it and like made a profit off it. Didn't give the money to charity. And then he tried to fire his agent, but he didn't want to. And he got his mum to do it. I was really, really excited when you were telling me the initial premise of this podcast. Mm. Upon you finishing those last two points. <laughs> no. Right, okay, hang on. Can I save you this one? Dua Lipa admitted in, a, in a, an interview with like 
some, I think it was like Russian or some kind of like Eastern European interview she did like back when she was like 21, that she has had sex with Simon Cowell and he's awful, like not a nice guy. Like it was consensual, but like not a, he was really mean to her. And then like, then when she came, he was, she was kept, it was supposed to be like that she would go on the X Factor, but then she went and got, she went and got famous and then they had her on the show and he was like pretending like they were best friends and she was like, he was never nice. He's like acting like we're friends, but we're not. (laughs) I know, world implosion. I don't think I've heard this much gossip in so long. I know. And like, it's honestly, I'm drinking it. And then the last one was, the reason she started the podcast because she's like a massive Taylor Swift fan and there's huge indicators that Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss were like in a real, you know, the supermodel were in a relationship and there's all, apparently all these clues in her music. You know, the Taylor Swift fans are all about their clues and their crime and their solving. iconicism. Mm. And apparently, because they're really not friends now and there's all these clues. That t- Didn't she not go to her wedding or something? Yeah. And they, so they had some kind of relationship and then your man, Joe Aldwin or whoever Taylor Swift now is meant, meant to be a total beard and then the, they, she's defo by, and they. <laughs> Should we just turn this into a gossiping? Yeah, I'll just repeat what I don't like some says. of the things you said though. But you know you can't. I know, but I think some things you know. I you think want there's... to believe in some things. Start with the PR in Hollywood. I don't because... want to listen about Bannifer because I think that's like their love just got reconnected. I don't want to talk about that. Come on. John Krasinski on. and Emily Blunt. Have you never seen them? It's all for the cameras. No, he loves The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, he you're said telling us we're in the Graham so Norton show. Come you're on. becoming cynical in 2022 and I don't like it. No, I think you need to view life with a pinch of salt. I'd highly recommend the PR in Hollywood relationships because she goes through like the reasons why. So people would want like, say, a distraction. Like say if they're bad in the pre- news in the press, they'll give them this PR relationship to distract from other things. That'd be interesting. Stuff like that. So she, goes, she has four different like reasons why people do them. And then she was like, the sad part is with like, say sometimes they do end up getting married. The sad part is when like they have a baby because it's like, you're not, you're not like in a relationship and now there's a baby. Oh it's my juicy. It's and like, I, oh sorry. I have like, I absolutely cannot stand the Daily Mail. I just, I hate looking and I hate reading it. But I just, you know, sometimes you just need a big gossip hit. But you know why? And it feels insidery, which I like. That's like Demois though. But I yeah. also deleted Daily Mail at the start of the very first pandemic. Mm. And I've never reinstalled. Mm-hmm. And I never hear celeb gossip anymore. Like sometimes I'll yeah. randomly see something on Instagram. And you telling me all those things was like going back to mm. 2020. Like there's shit in there about like... Nicole Scherzinger apparently is known for riding to get where she wants to be and to go. So like X Factor presenters, The Voice or whatever show you she's You also on, have Singer. to realise like the people that t- are telling this could be disgruntled as well. Yeah, but like it's cooperated. So like loads of blind items come in and then they get like revealed and you actually realise who the person is. So it's like then they're like you can believe them or you cannot believe them. Like look, it's but... So many stories. So skin off my nose. Yeah, like the Army Hammer stuff, that all came from blind items. Like all like the story, like the Harvey Weinstein, that was all. No, I know, yeah. I'm sorry, but Benefer is a fake. That's she the broke one... up with A-Rod and then got with That's him. That's the one thing I don't like about you is saying that. I'm sorry, but sometimes the truth is hard. No, they're so in love. Anyway, anyway I highly recommend going. And, and you can just pick the topic that she talks about. Well, I'm definitely going to look it up. 
Mm, fluently forward. It sounds really juicy. There you go. Juicy, salacious gossip. It's what January is all about. Ju- 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 juicy. Mm. What, what? Um, right, what's your judo? My shador is. I recently had I recently had access to cable television, which I don't have. Oh, because like, you know everything here is on demand. Okay, okay. So you like channel flicking, right? Proper channel surfing. Uh, oh. And it was top of the pops from like the early noughties. Oh my god! And it was all their performances, and it was like Liberty X <gasps> performing work with the Canes. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that work just a little and they'd flick the cane up and ha just <laughs> and the stage is the size of a couch it's tiny it's so small and then the crowd are like the crowd aren't even enjoying it that much the crowd are just kind of chilling <laughs> and I was like this is feeding me oh. then um, Holly Valance kiss you don't have to run and and she starts off on the ground Oh. And the outfits are so stupid. Like she's wearing <laughs> everything metallic. Like, no, hers is like she's wearing kind of like cream suede boots with like kind of like a cargo skirt and like a zip up. Stop. Yeah, and she's like, I don't want to get a mic. <laughs> and then Enrique oh. Hero. No, what And he still had his mole. No, it was from all different. Oh, sorry. But it was just a tally of all these amazing things. And like, we don't have that anymore. And it was no. such a big part of... Growing up. Yeah. And oh. people don't perform like that anymore. No, that's amazing. It was amazing. If you can look it up, I don't know if you can. I would... They have them on YouTube though. There's playlists of Top of the Pops. And the quality is just awful. Like it's fuzzy. Oh my God, I'd love to watch that. Yeah, exactly. It was really good. Oh, so dense with naughties. Amazing. Deliciousness. Yeah, it was delish. Okay, what's your test? My, similar on the content buzz. My test is I have run out of road in the TV world. I have nothing left to watch. I finished the morning show, season one and two. Spectacular. I finished Succession, Girls 5 Eva. Have you heard of that? I want to be famous forever. Because for it. Oh, it's Girls 5 Eva. It's like Tina Fey produced comedy about these women in their 40s who used to be a girl girl band called Girls 5 Eva. It's on Sky, so it might be on now. And Busy Phillips. Is in it? Yeah, it's. We love Busy Phillips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's such a girly. So it's. I thought it would be a bit funnier than what it was, but it it like actually after a few episodes, it's it's actually so funny. It takes a while to get into the humor, but they're so weird and funny. It's amazing, and they're just trying to make it. They're trying to get on the like comeback train, and they have they like they always show like their old like TRL clips or like play their old songs, and the songs are so funny and stupid, similar to the top of the pops. Um, oh my god, I'm so excited. Nostalgia. And it was really good. But finish that, nothing. I finished all of Drag Race. Like started it in March last year. 20, no, yeah, March, March 2020. And now I've watched them all. I've watched all of the UK ones. All of the Australian ones. There's one Australian. I've watched just so much. And now I've nothing. I've been told to watch The Sopranos, but I'm just doing a drama. Why? I, that's one of my life goals. Oh uh, yeah, that is my re- I've watched one episode. It's one of my life goals is to watch Sopranos. Maybe we should watch it together. Where do you watch it? It's on Sky. It's everything on Sky. I don't watch yeah, it. sponsored by Sky. So I need but I need like a cushy. I've been watching show. it just like that. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Well, I have already created too much disappointment for you today. 
I just can't. I don't want to talk about that. There's one or two scenes in it. I know the scene you're talking about. The masturbating one. But then there was, did you see the... the no, the one in Carrie's kitchen. Oh my The way they gosh. started off anyway, I was just like, did you need to do that to me 20 minutes in? Like, did no. you need to do that? Nobody needs to see a six-year-old man. But it was already very melancholic with Samantha not being there. And then now you're just being like, and this is our controversial moment. Yeah, and I just didn't need it that close in. I just was devastated. I mm. actually don't want to talk about it. Um, the the scene in Carrie's kitchen though is the most shocking piece of television. And like the, and then I was like, is the acting bad? What's wrong here? I know. Just, I'm so. I'm obviously gonna watch every single episode, but I'm so disappointed. I know. And Samantha's the magic. You don't have the magic. Oh, do you remember that song? I've got the magic in me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I never follow anything through. Mm. Ever. But one of my life goals is to watch The Sopranos. Yeah. Maybe that could be. Because I. I was told it's really funny. I've. T- but I. I'm told it's excellent. Like excellent. Yeah. Yeah. No. I know. Acting and quality and everything. And there's like endless episodes. And they ended with that banger. Don't stop believing. That's how that song came back into. Surgeons. Oh, they they it was in the, the finale of the last Sopranos episode, and that song's really old, and it came back into resurgence with that. Oh, strong. Yeah, maybe I'll do that, but I just needed something a bit more brain daddy, and like, don't come at me with oh, Paris and Love. What's that? Paris oh. on the way to the altar. Oh, we oh, must. okay, that sounds more excellent. Like my own. Excellent. Okay. And pure codswallop. Brilliant. Because I tried to give Emily and Paris take two a go and I'm just, I got annoyed myself for watching. I was like, this is so racist towards French people. The acting's bad. I haven't finished it yet. I have a real hard time finishing things. Oh yeah. Anyway, what's your your test? Uh, One sentence. (laughs) Either I'm extremely thin or it's it's too cold outside. (laughs) It's... It's it's gotten worse. You feel a bit wet. It's so the, cold. It, it's <laughs> I haven't felt cold like that. I don't think ever. It is like even when you're skiing, like we we've never no. no. It's bitter. Yeah. And it makes you want to stay inside, yeah. and I hate that. It and that's cut just you my chest. Yeah, it's like icy, and it makes my paws all. It's not sexy. <laughs> yeah, it makes my paws all. Mm. And I lost my gloves, so no mittens. Oh, my mittens all gone. So I need to buy a new pair and I keep forgetting and then I pay for the price every time I leave the house. But then my apartment is so hot so I have a really full sense of heat and then I leave with less clothes and I'm like, oh my God, no. Also, if someone was telling me like, let's say it's three degrees today, someone was like, oh, but next week it's going to be 12. It does that here as well. Yeah, it just bounces up and down. Anyway, that's my test. I just don't like feeling that cold. So my New Year's resolution was to read more mm. and I say it every year but I really want to do it this year mm-hmm. and I'm not hugely into novels. Mm-hmm. I'm more like a non-fiction sort of business bop. Go you. Do you know or like I used to like autobiographies but I'm more into just like you know stuff about like companies or mm. you know that or like you know like reading about like um, you know that thing like Theranos. Where you're mm. one, she scammed everyone with this fake blood machine. Oh, goodness. Where right. they go into that kind of stuff. I like that kind of stuff. But right. I was saying this to someone that I know. And she was like, um, oh, like, would you not start off with novels? And I was like, I don't love novels. Like, I just, I don't really like reading them. And she was like, well, that's stupid. <gasps> that's rude. And I was like, sorry. And she was like, that's really stupid that you don't like novels. And I was like, no, it's not. That's just like my taste. And I understand what she's saying. Like, you know, 
novels you get to escape and your imagination yeah, yeah, runs yeah. wild. But then I was just thinking about it and I was just like, you've no appreciation for my point of view. Yeah. Or like what I like. And so then you and I were talking about it. Mm. And we were talking about, I suppose, like the broader uh, topic of this is kind of like boundaries and mm. limits people have. Mm. And that, in that sense, that was intellectual. Yeah, and what people tolerate and when they... Shut off. Shut off with a hard no. Yeah. So calling somebody stupid because they don't have to read a novel. Correct. <laughs> Correct. But then Some I was thinking people. about it and I was like about boundaries and I was like, there's loads of different categories. Yeah, like where do my boundaries lie within certain things? And I think where me and you are quite similar, similar in the sense that I wouldn't say I have many boundaries. I don't think I do. Like when we were talking about it, it's like about limits and like shut off points. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking about the different areas in like life where people have limits and shut off points. And I don't think you or I have a lot of them. No, like I never know when to go home on a night out. No. Never know. No, I would argue people have started noticing it now. <laughs> yeah, you're like, last leave. I'm always... At the very end, with the like looking at people in the eye, being like, <laughs> they're going, not me and you. I'm always that person. I'm never someone who's gone, you know what? No fun happens after 3 a.m. Yeah, that's like time boundaries. So I think people have, mm. like, people do have those at bedtimes. I don't have that. Oh, uh, if like I would keep watching TV if people kept asking me. I'm not like, pre- like, I wish I was more like precious about my bedtime, being like, you'll feel amazing in the morning. Just go to bed, stop putzing about. Stop pottering. Stop watching endless episodes of crap. Just go yeah. to bed. Also, though, you know, like when you've like bits to do before you can settle. Mm, but I save them all till after my TV time. So I'll be like, oh, just watch one more episode. It finishes at 10 and then I'll putz about for <laughs> t- till 11. <laughs> then I go on my phone for another hour. And then it's like half 12 and I'm like, oh, and I turned. it's 3 a.m. <laughs> and then I turned, I like, I turn off the telly two and a half hours ago. What have I been doing? I, I do need that wind down time, though. That's what you mean. Yeah, but like, why don't I do it earlier? Because then if you finish work at like seven, I need that chill, chill zone time. Yeah, I just don't want the day to end. I, that's so, I think, what I don't like. Yeah. Because you know that hour where you're like, whole night's ahead of me and it's great. Yeah. I don't want that to end either. No. Um, But I think time is a big one. People with bad times, um, also time that they give. Oh. They'll be like, I'm going to go for an hour and they'll stick to it. Yeah, or I, I've I've been at like parties or gatherings where people are like, oh, I'm just going, I'm going home. And it's like, oh, do you have to get up the next morning? He's like, no, I'm just going home. I'm like, oh, that's so unrelatable respect. for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, that kind of I'm only going for an hour, and they stick to it. Yeah, I have a problem with sticking to it, but I think that's because I don't like planning. Yeah, but you see, if you don't make a plan, you can't break any. Fails a plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then we were obviously talking about all. Uh, there's like. I know loads of girls who, sorry, not girls, people, yeah. um, who have like friendship boundaries mm. where they think at a certain point, they're like, oh no, no, I have no friends. I've had, I've heard the phrase, I'm sorry, I'm at capacity. Imagine if you would try to be somebody's friend and they gave you that response. Have you, you heard should grab a coffee say sometimes. that I I heard it on a podcast. The, the woman was like, somebody was like asking to like, oh, we should do this, we should do that. And the woman wrote back and she was like, no, I'm very sorry, I'm at capacity. <laughs> I think that's a recipe for misery. It's like, yeah, just like friendships are so hard to maintain. I have enough friends. I don't need any more. Now, she didn't say, all she said to the girl was, I'm at capacity. I feel like that's barbaric. (laughs) I'm at capacity. I'm at capacity. Get over yourself. 
I think you can still meet a best friend at 50. Yeah, you have to be Or 60. But then some people don't want to. You know, their boundaries are different. But that's what I mean. I don't think I have any of those boundaries. No, no. I'm kind of happy out that I don't. Yeah, but I kind of feel like if you don't have boundaries and you're not clear about them, people will just walk all over you. I think I have like a clear way of saying what I want to do. Mm. But in stuff with boundaries and limits, I don't think I have any. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I do. I really don't. Do you think it's to do with self-respect? Like as in the people who are going home after an hour, they obviously res- or going to bed on time or, you know, going home when they want when they want to go home. But is it something to do with like they respect their own time. They respect their own how they want to feel the next day. And really, I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like I respect myself, but maybe I don't respect my boundaries. That's very <laughs> philosophical. I don't know. But then I was looking at like the other stuff. Like I think people have like material limits. Yeah, maybe it's, sorry, maybe it's more, I have no respect for my boundaries or care for them. Correct. Rather than (laughs) self-respect. Correct. Because you respect yourself. Don't talk to me like that. But don't. But don't. But then you also, you just don't, maybe we don't respect our boundaries or like respect our time. But then like, I don't want to go home. 1am the limits though that I'm talking about they all annoy me if they have (laughs) if people have these boundaries like material if people don't like sharing I'm like why don't you like sharing Mm. like food time their money give it to me (laughs) (laughs) give me your cash and piss off yeah buy me some drinks (laughs) buy me some drinks and go away (laughs) I'd really prefer for you to pay for this meal thank you very much I know we both got the same <laughs> I know we both got the exact same thing, but I think you should pay more. <laughs> I realise we've just met, but you should be paying more than me. Yeah. Don't, stop being so boundary. Stop yeah, stop putting limits on your spending towards me. <laughs> the way you're shutting down is really rude. The way you won't cover my lifestyle is absurd. <laughs> But, like, material stuff, I mean, like, you know, like, sharing clothes and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know those girls, and they'll give you anything. Yeah. And they'll be like, take it, take it, take it, take it. And you're like, I think that's such a beautiful thing. And I understand if someone's Mm. a bit scatty, and you're like, can you please (laughs) take care of this item? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that part. But I think, like, I don't love when people have huge limits on materialistic items. Because at the end of the day, I know you work hard for them, and I know you pay for them. And they're your things and mm. stuff. But I think like sharing so important in life. It's caring. Sharing is caring. That's it's why like... you should share your credit card with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me. Just give me it all. One thing that like I was talking to someone about recently. And I think it's probably my biggest one. Is like people's like lim- limits on. It's not pain tolerance. Mm. But like, you know, like stuff like the sniffles. Yeah. I, I find the the more I go through life, the more I'm like some a, a good few people I come across are like their tolerance for something like a head cold or I don't want to say migraine because I know they're awful. Mm-hmm. But when someone has a head cold or something like that, their tolerance for it. I meet so many people who don't have an ounce of a tolerance for it. Mm. And they'll kind of like, they'll be like, oh, no, she's sick today. Or shit, no, 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 she has a head cold. Yeah, but they're not actually that sick. And you're like, I've worked way worse. You worked through coronavirus. And tonsillitis. And tonsillitis. I was burning up a sweat. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, but then, but because they're boundary about it or, and they're willing to stick up for it. And they've set it. Mm. You set that early on. Yeah. If you're in a job or wherever, if you set that early on, people know that that's your boundary. Yeah, but if you were to text, say your boss gets a message from Karen and Karen's like, eh, I'm sick. And like the boss, your boss doesn't know how sick you are. But then like you, you're actually on death's door and you text in being like, I'm sick. How's the boss supposed to be able to tell the difference? It's Karen's perception of her sickness and what she tolerates. Totally. But then I'm like, why can't the person she's saying it to be like, are you sick, Karen? <laughs> I think you sniffled. But yeah. I think, you know, you obviously can't say that because of HR purposes and stuff like that. <laughs> but with stuff like that, I'm always like, your tolerance for stuff is so much lower. And then I'm like, can I lower my tolerance? Mm-hmm. Like, I never call it sick to work. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't I never do it. Did. No, no. I really Unless don't. I was very very unwell yeah 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 but i know there's a lot of people that do do it all the time and i'm leaning like, into it and then like taking it leaning off. into it exactly <laughs> that's exactly what they were doing and i remember just being like i think you're fine <laughs> like yeah. i think you're grand it's kind of any excuse isn't it yeah or like some people would be like oh i got a root canal it was really i was out for three days and i was like i've had three of those they're not worth three days do you know what i mean yeah. Yeah, I kind of wonder. I think they probably are set early on in life, but I don't know where they come from. I don't know. Does someone else kind of decide your limits? I think it's it with with it with sickness. I think it's taught very early on, or what you and how, it's how you perceive sickness. But with those people who call in sick with the sniffles, what happens when they actually get the full blown flu or something? Do you know? I don't think they do though, because they're such hypochondriacs. <laughs> Like, they're never exposed to something that will give them that, then. Mm-hmm. I do think that. And then, like, sort of sexually. <laughs> the way you look at me. <laughs> the glasses come down the nose. I hate wearing my glasses during this. Because they steam up. Sexually. Mm. Some people have, like, really big limits on, like, kissing on the first date. or Yeah. I won't do that until the third date or all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, when is that set in your... When you're growing up. I don't know. Because I don't have like a blanket rule. No, and I feel like if you have rules, then you feel shit if you break them. So that's not really fair. Yeah. I did have a thing. I did actually have a boundary. And it was to not... If you really like the person and you kind of was like, oh, I think this has potential. To not sleep with them on the first date. But that not that like playing the game? No, I just think... my my Well, maybe it is. I don't know that... I forget that book. I did read it when I was like 17. Did you? Yeah, it's so weird. I don't remember. I think I still have it. I wanted to read it because so many lads I knew were reading it that I wanted to figure out what they were all doing. I think that's why loads of girls... I've never read it. It's awful. It's just like mind game after mind game. It's exhausting. I think that's what... No, but the Nazi... I don't know if that's part of the... But my reasoning for it was... Is that there's like... If if you have like a sexual tension and there's chemistry... Not sleeping with them on the first date prolongs that. And it makes it really exciting... I totally get what you're saying, but do you think you would do that if loads of if guys weren't known for like sleeping with girls girls on the first date and then not calling them again? Because uh, I do think that's a big reason why. Sorry, it's not the only reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why girls do it because they're like, I want them to like stay interested, and if I have sex with them, they might just be like, oh, I I just had sex. She gave it away in the first date. Yeah, and I I think, but I also think that like girl girls feel way more vulnerable than lads after. Spending the night. 100%. So you feel, from whatever way the... 
if you're in a heterosexual relationship you do because it is quite like a a dominant thing you know you have to be quite passive as a woman so then when if you sleep with someone on the first day and then they never text you again you feel you feel like it's quite violating that feeling it really is but that my reasoning for it wasn't that it was more that like it creates more of a buzz between the two of you and you're waiting for it and there's a suspense i've only really done it i've only been in two relationships so i've only done it twice and it it worked because it just kept it it just it made then when we did do it it kind of made it into a bit like a big deal yeah like a crescendo yeah it was because then you're kind of when you're really getting to know someone so but when you don't sleep with them on the first date and then you do do it on the second date or whenever it does happen it builds it up into like this crescendo it's like you're both and when you meet people in your 30s it's different to when you're in your 20s things move along much faster so like you get serious far in my experience you get serious far more quicker <laughs> that's english you get you get serious quicker and things move along at a pace because you know what you want you're not here to, to fuck, fuck spiders and like you're so there's a faster pace to how things happen yeah so but if you get on if you go on a date with someone and you really click with them and you get this like big amazing connection yeah then i think postponing the the sex creates this kind of like tension but it's also like our relationship is really building and then you when it happens on like whenever it does happen then it's kind of it's a really big deal that was beautiful <laughs> pastor gas is back in the building <laughs> that's wonderful that, that was my reasoning and like i feel like but uh, there, there is that whole vulnerability over like a wham bam thank you ma'am you know and it, you, you do feel like you, you're risking something when you sleep with someone on the first day because there's a huge chance you'll never see them again. But that's what's so awful that like girls have to think like that. I know. It's really is shit. And like... Or guys. But many guys. I think, I think it's majority. Well, please speak out, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Share your truth. Um, so no, that would be my boundary around that. And then, but also my boundary, if how could you get through a first date without scoring them? You have to score them. I know, a, like... A good few... Waste of a date. A good Sorry. few people who they have a rule that they're like, no. I fundamentally just disagree with that. And if you... I do too. I'm like... That's in my Adele box of like ranting. And I just know. I just think that would be so like... Unless you're like, no, fuck this. Get me out of here. But if you really like them, why would oh, not kiss them as a rule? Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. They're disgusting. Don't score No, them. no, no, no. But if you're really into... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean if you if you want to date them when you fancy them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I you're don't really mean if you're on a date with an absolute pig. Toblerone, yeah. But if you're really into them, I'm like, why would you not, as a rule, kiss them? You need to know. What if you well, score you know, me? He's like a washing machine. But you know, if you really like someone, it's like the most natural thing to want to kiss them. Yes. And it's like really amazing when you like really like someone and you're kissing them and you're yeah. like, oh, this is so amazing. It should. And it doesn't mean you have to sleep with them or anything. But like, I think that's such a big... Because then I'd be like, well, they don't fancy me. Are we just friends? It's, it's, that's just, that for me and my boundaries, that is too slow. And then like, what if you don't see them again for another week? And then you're like, oh, I have to wait Also, to like, what do you do? Hug? Shake hands. Shake hands. An elbow COVID touch, you know those? Ooh, but or like a... Ooh, barf. <laughs> <gasps> I 
can't imagine doing that. That's definitely not a rule of mine, nor a limit. No. And like, look, if the moment isn't there, you can't just lob the gob. I'm not saying that, but I mean like, I would net like a good night kiss. It's like, that's all I'm thinking about at the end of a date. When are we going to kiss? Yeah. Like when you're leaving. Yeah. yeah. Or, pff, Although, you know, minutes. like on a night out, mm. I'd score someone pretty quickly. Yeah. God. Well, that's so sad. Sorry. I can't remember the last time I've done that. Oh, I can't. Oh, well, <laughs> COVID. It's COVID. <laughs> my last one was amazing. My last few oh, were God, Getting really the score sexy. in the club is amazing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like really someone sidles good. up to you. Your hips start to shake. There's this place that we go in, in um, Soho. And every time we go in there, it's just like, it's like a meat market. <laughs> and every time we go in there, it happens to me. And every time it's more sensational than the last. Wow. Sorry, can we shout out the name? Absolutely not. It's a secret club. What is and it? And I'll only be bringing my single girlies there. <laughs> okay, so our takeaway points from Boundaries is there's a complete double standard and we need to march the streets because I'm sick of my boundaries being walked all over by the boundaries. It is such a double standard and I want to say it out loud Finally. To the people involved. <laughs> but I know I can't. I know. And I'm like, is this just going to go on forever? Mm. But Exactly. And I, I know you should. I know, but people, if they have their limits. Um, I know, but don't like, encroach them on me. Yeah, don't let it affect me. Whereas my limits, they just, the limit does not exist. My boundaries, the, the limit, limit does not exist. <laughs> my, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart, yeah, I only have one or two. Again, I think, though, it's always like you have to have people with the boundaries to have people with no boundaries. And the people with rules to have people with no rules. And there's just this constant dichotomy going on in life where you're mm. like, the people who have crack and the people who don't have crack. Yeah. <laughs> the people who have sex and the people who don't have sex. And it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It, it's quite interesting to analyse, though. It is. And, like, so you could have someone who's really boundary about their bedtime but then not boundary about anything else. You know, like, I think it's yeah, a people, spectrum. Yeah, people or are beautiful. You, it, you, you wouldn't have someone who's boundary about every single thing. and That's so true. And not about, you know, you can have, it's like a... Sometimes it's a quirk. It's like a little bar chart of like, this is how boundary I am about my bedtime. Yeah, like Sophie, going out. Sophie loves her sleep. Yeah, or then you could like, absolutely no boundaries when it comes to the bedroom. Sophie loves her sleep, but she also loves sleeping with people. Yeah. <laughs> Which is ironic. Uh-huh. Just joking, Keith. <laughs> I'm just joking. Thank you so much for listening. We re- Oh, I have something to finish on. Oh, go on. We have some wonderful new continent. <laughs> go on. I, I've been doing my analytics and we've some amazing new locations of listeners. Tell me, Alan. And they're like proper. We already had Russia, but th- I still think Russia's fab. Bahrain. What? Yes. Cayman Islands. Stop. I know. Mauritius. Excuse me. Are people taking us with them on their holidays? Girlies, where are you traveling to? <laughs> Samoa. What? Panama. What? I think I know who that is. Switzerland. So, oh, Switzerland. Switzerland. To Thailand. Stop. Austria. <laughs> Stop. Croatia. I think I know who that is. I think that's one of my friends. Czech Republic. Dominican Republic. What? Germany, Portugal, Romania. It's like so Eurovision in here. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to our global listeners. Welcome. Bienvenue. Bienvenue. <laughs> Sláinte. <laughs> 
I don't have to vibe. So you're just naming the entire world at this point. I don't think I missed a country. It's every country. My friend Jordan knows all the countries. And the capital is like 160 something. But I I just named like 20. We'll fact check with Jordan. I think one of my favourites was... um, Samoa? How'd we get there? I I did like Panama. Or Dominican Republic. (laughs) Yeah. To to, to Thailand. Because Thailand has a special place in myself. Welcome to all our new listeners. Thank you so much for joining us in 2022. We're very excited to keep you laughing internationally (laughs) for the rest of the year and onwards. (laughs) We should hold hands all together. Give Clara and I a follow on Instagram if you enjoy us. You'll see them in the descriptors of our episodes. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. Anything else to bang it off with? No, please get in our DMs if you want us to talk about anything. Oh yeah, if you want us to talk about anything, if you want us us to give us salacious gossip. (gasps) Salacious. If you if you know people with weird boundaries in the bedroom. Tell (laughs) us what they are and why. Yeah, tell us their sexy kinks. (laughs) We'll do a sexy kinks episode. What will I uh, sing a set on? Don't make me do it again. Okay. Ooh. (laughs) This is very holy. (laughs) No, it was kind of going with the Samoa vibe. Ooh.